Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm forced to question whether or not I'm actually human anymore. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, I have one very important question to ask you. Aw, oh, fuck. Alright, uh, I, I probably have an answer. Do, do you feel lucky, Remington? <laughs> um, on this podcast? No, not very often. <laughs> So you're saying that doing the show can be a bit of a a bit of a gamble from the day to day, as it were. Uh, I I suppose I would describe that, but it's it's the kind of gambling where I I'm losing everything I've ever known and loved for very little benefit, but I keep showing up every week. Hmm. So you're telling me the stakes could not be any higher here, Rem? I definitely would. I think the stakes could get much much higher. Uh, really? Your your mental health and sanity? What could be worse than losing that? I don't know like world peace or like any serious issue widespread mental health social issues homelessness <laughs> are you trying to suggest that our anime podcast it's pretty low on the priority list like on a cosmic scale is what i'm trying to say like for us and for our listeners like oh we we have a nice little bubble where it's meaningful for all of us but like on a cosmic scale, like if 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 an eldritch horror beyond our understanding came to us tomorrow, it wouldn't be asking for us chuckle fucks. Is all I'm saying. I don't know, man. I, I feel like if they wanted uh, the the hot deets on the latest anime craze, I feel like they could. Because I mean, as we all know, eldritch entities, huge weebs. They need to learn what to do with their tentacles. Exactly. Uh, oh God. Okay. Oh God. Oh, no. I don't know oh, if we can keep right, that. Uh, that. Anyway, mm. so what's all this gambling talk for? Are, I, From what I've gathered, are we doing like a gambling anime? Is that what we're doing? That is correct, at Remington. Uh, we we talk about stakes a lot in anime. And yep. what better way to raise the stakes than actually, I don't know, raising the stakes, quite literally. Because uh, there's a very niche subsection of anime that are simply known as gambling anime. Uh, anime about... <laughs> about gambling and high stakes and then the strategies and uh, methods impl implemented to uh, provide tension and story. I, I have a very important question. What's your question, Remington? Because I'm assuming, like, I think of gambling anime, right? Right. And I'm just thinking that they're going to go, like, the sports anime route with it. And thus, I'm in my mind, I'm just imagining that they're going to have, like, a special move or summon the heart of the cards or some bullshit <laughs> that, like, shouldn't do anything, but it, it does. This do is people my... have special moves? This is my requiem. Uh, I call. <laughs> uh, in this anime... Bloody draw, and I have achieved the full house. <laughs> My favorite sitcom. <laughs> Our favorite anime. Yeah, uh, uh, so is there any of that going on? Uh, in this particular anime? Nah, not particularly. It's mostly... Okay. Uh, 
uh, because anime, uh, anime. I just called you anime. You are not anime. <laughs> not I yet, would anyways. hope not. Uh, maybe we'll get some fan art. That'll be nice. Uh, Ooh. no, uh, but Remington, uh, the anime we're going to be talking about today is simply known as, uh, Kakegurui. Uh, oh, Kakegurui. Excuse me. Uh, or Kakegurui, uh, Compulsive Gambler is the full title. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. Great to see. Yes. And it is what it sounds like. It's an anime about uh, competitive gambling with high stakes. So so what kind of gambling are we talking about? Is it like a poker tournament? Uh, it's a lot of card stuff, but it's really anything goes. because Anything the, goes, okay. Because like, the idea is that, hey, if you're going to uh, be in this world uh, and you're going to be playing these games, you have to be willing to risk it all for anything. You know, chance, luck, logic, skill. It all comes down into uh, the idea of gambling, the thrill of gambling, the excitement of potentially losing things uh, on literally the luck of a card draw. Uh, but primarily in this show, they tend to lean uh, towards card games specifically because guess what? Card games, uh, there's a good mixture of skill and luck involved as we have learned from our video episode. Uh, all right, yeah. So uh, so it's all about these these nice gambling games and whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but but who are the characters? What are the stakes? What's on the line, Sean? Oh man, it's all about the stakes. So uh, our our story takes place at uh, oh god Japanese uh, Hyakakao Private Academy. Uh, it's a very prestigious uh, private school uh, where there's a heavy emphasis on uh, preparing students for the real world. You know, giving them actual real world <laughs> skills as well as uh, preparing them for all kinds of interesting social engagements. It's it's a rich kid's school. Oh, okay. When you explain that it's a rich kid's school, okay. Now, until then, I was like, this doesn't seem to cohere to just like, like it, it's a glorified multi-trade school and they're just teaching gambling. But now you told me it's a rich kid's school and I'm like, oh, okay. I, yeah, I no, understand. Do you honestly think that they'd have gambling <laughs> in like any other school? <laughs> yeah, no, you need to be like wealthy as fuck. And ha no matter what, you know that, like, daddy's money will always be there. So let's do this shit. Exactly. Not but, not to, like, gamble as a whole, but to, like, gamble, like, as a school club where the it's school indoors. Yeah, no, like, this academy has uh, many of the richest kids in the world. Because, hey, if you're going to have, like, a bougie as fuck high-class academy, might as well gather all the rich people in one spot, right? Uh, oh, yeah, so brother. That, and... Uh, normally it is actually just kind of a normal school, uh, but at night, at night, after school, you know, in the clubs when <laughs> teachers aren't necessarily <laughs> hanging around, uh, the rich kids like play. And what do they like to play? Yes. High stakes gambling. All right. So all I want from this show, all that it needs to give me. Yes. Is give me just a, a 12 episode first season where the entire thing is set up and uh set up for and then the actual tournament just give me a tournament arc a tournament gambling arc that's all i want a, a good healthy tournament gambling arc with nice high stakes yeah that is all this show needs to give me and i will probably at least enjoy it a little bit yeah well it it, it the first season is 12 episodes okay that's one thing on the list Yep, and there definitely does appear to be a bit of an arc to it. <laughs> okay, well, can't get everything you asked for. Yeah, well, you know, you only ask for two things, but hey. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's womp, like womp. the philosopher Jagger once said. You can't always get what you want. Uh, but uh, this show is about our main character, uh, Yumeko uh, Jabami. Uh, God, it's such a silly name. Uh, oh, name. Yeah, uh, she is a beautiful transfer student and is uh, ready to try her hands at the uh, the underground gambling rink to gain money and power and prove uh, herself to be one of the top participants at this school. All right, so does she start out surprisingly bad or surprisingly good? Well, that's for you to see, Remington. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the fucking suspense. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, Rem. All I know is that we've gotten a bunch of emails for this show, and uh, a lot of the uh, responses have been, oh yeah, oh yeah, Remington likes complex stakes and high-paced energy. He likes those ones, that one scene from Death Note. Oh yeah, he's going to love this show. <laughs> that's what they say. That that's uh that's the idea behind the show because it's very it's very overly dramatic and high stakes. Uh, okay, I enjoy that. I feel I I feel like there's something you're still not telling me, but chances are if you haven't told me now, you probably won't. So no, I mean, well, there's not much to tell otherwise. I mean, uh, the studio that did this is actually a pretty solid studio as well. Uh, studio Mappa is what it's called. Ah, uh, uh, but of course, good old Mappa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we've covered a few different Mappa shows. Uh, Yuri on Ice was one of them. Oh, okay, that was a good one. Yeah, very good one. Uh, another one that comes to mind, uh, Zombieland Saga. You weren't a big fan of that one, but I quite enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't the worst thing, but it was whatever. Mm, still hurts me a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just a couple little really good solid shows in there. They, they really like these, like, very niche style shows is what I'm learning about. Uh, yes, MAPPA does like its uh, specific shows when it comes to uh, anime production. Uh, hey, that, that's good for someone like me. Oh, it is very good for someone like you. And with that being said, Remington, I think I think this is our time. I think this is the time to jump oh, in. Oh, all right. Yeah, Let, no, nice, quick, and, and easy. Let's 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 just see how high the stakes truly are, Remington. Let's jump into uh, Kake Gururi. Hey y'all, in an effort to reduce the number of threatening legal emails we get from both anime studios and music rights holders, we will no longer be including a section from the song's opening or ending song. And we're going to be replacing it with a song specifically commissioned for our use. In the meantime, here's a fun sound effect to signify the passing of time between parts one and two of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching four whole episodes of Kakegurui. And Remington, don't you just love how wholesome gambling can be? Uh, we're really turning January into potato chip month, Sean. Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we started off with Tokyo Ghoul, which I described as the Death Note potato chip scene. Uh, we had a, a little break with Hinamatsuri, uh, but now we are, we're full-on potato chip back again. Um, yes. Good God. The... <laughs> The drama and the intensity is always maxed the fuck out in this show. Like, there is never a dull moment, uh, for better or worse. It is, it goes all in at all times. In all facets of the of whatever it's trying to portray. Yeah, yup. Uh, so, Rem, uh, th were there any, like, wholesome gambling moments that you'd like to share with us? Um, would not describe... I don't think there's a single wholesome moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess the closest to wholesome is when Yumiko uh, arrives on the scene, new girl, and pays off 
protagonist. I want to say uh, uh, Ryota. There we go. I had it written down. Ryota's dead. Yeah. That's the closest to wholesome you get in the whole thing. That's it. That's the one moment. I, it's Ron, not are super you saying wholesome, that I, le- I left something out in my description? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a hell of a show, Sean. It's a uh, <laughs> it's a hell of a show. Um, I mean, it's it's just cute girls doing gambling things. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the, what the problem is, Ram. Yeah, do, do not be misled into thinking this is in any way Moe or even Moe adjacent. Um, first of all, uh, let, let, let's discuss the elephant in the room. This show's horny. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> this is a horny show. Uh, which... I mean, only only if you consider the fact that it's, <laughs> like, the essentially, it's basically Yandere's enjoying horniness while gambling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, and there's, like, here's the interesting thing. This show, stylistically, it being so horny almost works. It works better than for many, many other shows. There are two significant downfalls for why it still doesn't work. Uh, well, I say three. One, I think it's still a little too horny. Um, a lot of times, I think it actually works with the theming and style that it's going for. But even then, it still goes a bit much. Uh, two, they are high schoolers. Jesus Christ. And three, <laughs> uh, it's very male gazy. We We don't get any horny guys at all. Uh, it's just... All the girls are are having orgasms over gambling, and none of the guys the guys hardly exist. First of all, uh, but when they do, they're they're pretty pretty straight laced. I'll be uh, honest, Ram. When I was describing the show to you, I almost said it was an all girls school, but then I was like, wait a minute, no, there are guys. <laughs> you would you'd be forgiven for thinking that because. Other than the main character, who is male, we have been introduced to one other male that has any bearing on anything. Um, and he's still, like, tertiary character, right? Um, so it is it is dominated by the women. Um, and, and that there's... is a very good pun on your part, Remington. <laughs> hey, there's no reason for that other than, ha ha ha, it's sexy when they're sexy, ha ha ha. Uh, yeah, so... I, the horniness, it works better than in a lot of shows, but it still has some critical flaws within it. Uh, but l- let's jump into the details of the show, Sean. Uh, we, we open up the show with Ryota, our main character. He's gambling against this blonde girl named Mary, uh, and he loses hard. And so when when you lose so hard, uh, you become uh, a house pet, um, which means the, the guys are called Fido, the women are called Mittens, and you are just literally a slave. Um, yep. uh, and now you, some of you listeners might think, uh, well, that, that's pretty fucked up. Why do the teachers in the school administration allow that? Well, here's where I tell you, they say the setting is a high school. What they mean is there's a building where teenagers congregate. This is not a high school. There are no classes. We've literally not seen a single adult. There's not been a one adult in the entire show thus far. No, I mean, I mean, there's... Name one. Name one adult that we've seen in the first four episodes. Well, I mean, you can't really say names. I mean, names <laughs> are very personal, right? Name one that we've... Go... Name one character we've seen in the background, Sean. I mean... Any you know, adult if you look we've very... even seen in one frame. <laughs> I mean, some of these kids might be 18. That's technically an adult. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, they they hardly even pretend on that. Like, it's very much just like, this is where a bunch of rich teenagers come to gamble. I don't know, man. 
Uh, and it like owns it pretty well, uh, but that's definitely an interesting thing. So yeah, you can just become a slave if you're in too much debt. Uh, and that's what happens to our protagonist. Uh, then we have the OP, uh, which we get, this is the first time I think this genre of OP has happened. We have like a swing, like a high action swing mm -hmm. OP, uh, which I, hey, I mentioned, I think it was, was it last week? No, the week before. Yeah. I, I mentioned in the Tokyo Ghoul episode, give me some brass, baby. We got some brass. <laughs> I listened to your request, Ren. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I knew you wanted a little bit of a little bit of something something jazzy, something swingy, something something funky. So I gave it to you. It just and, happened to be attached to this show. Yeah, and like visually, the intro is uh, once again horny, but very very well stylized. Uh, great art direction and art design. Uh, and and with the show in general, you can they know what they're going for. Uh, and they lean in hard to it. Th there is a unified direction that they are taking this show, uh, which works because then it's not some like muddled mess, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so then we have uh, a girl, Yumiko, arrives and she's she's just a, a cheery, uh, positive girl. Uh, Ryota takes to uh, teaching her a bit about the school, right? Oh, I guess that was the one moment we saw a teacher was when Yumiko was introduced. Yes. Uh, when they introduce Yumiko, and then we have never seen one since. Uh, so, uh, Yumiko arrives, and Mary, who's been already presented as sort of like a mini big bad, right? Um, Mary decides she wants to challenge the new girl. She challenges her to, uh, this, this will sound eerily familiar, uh, to last week, high stakes rock, paper, scissors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, the high stakes rock, paper, scissors. Uh, it, it's an interesting variant where everyone in the class draws rock, paper, scissors, places it in a ballot box. You draw three of them so you don't know what you're going to get. Then you play accordingly, right? And you try to win. Um, they they play back and forth and it seems like Mary is dominating. Uh, but then Yumiko realizes that, uh, that Mary is a cheating bitch and has <laughs> tilted the odds in her favor. And one, one thing I will say, I was worried, and to a certain degree, you get this, um, of convenient chance. We'll call it heart of the cards, Sean. Uh, in, in a gambling right. anime, to disregard luck completely and just heart of the cards, this son bitch. And and it's, it leans towards that sometimes, but it doesn't go full force. It still allows there to be chance involved, which is nice. So a lot of times, even when people are cheating, it's just to give the better odds and not necessarily to guarantee a victory, right? Yeah, because how can you how can you get off to a full cheated victory if you don't, you know, at least have some <laughs> risk involved? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it just doesn't just doesn't do it for you down there. So uh, no. Yumiko realizes that Mary has gotten a bunch of people uh, to uh, to like draw the same thing and stack the deck basically. Um, Yumiko ends up winning, sending Mary into debt. Um, she talks to Ryoko about all of the the cheating and ends up paying off Ryota's uh, his debts. Cool. There we go. Um, it was a nice explanation of like what Mary did, though it was it was an example of like the audience wouldn't be able to tell that. And th this show definitely leans into that where it has good explanations and it explains them well, 
for the cheating. Because I'll be honest, this is hardly a gambling school. It's a very, it's just a cheating school. It's a rich kid cheating school. Um, mm. Every episode, it's just Yumiko being like, all right, so this is how this bitch is cheating. Uh, but the explanations, they, they're interesting, along with, very importantly, like the games they play in the episodes are interesting. Uh, there's a good variety. And the intensity that they raise it with, like already, I've told you everything that happened in episode one. There's not a lot that happens, but surprisingly, it went by super fast. I think because of just like the intensity and the drama that it brings with it. Uh, oh yeah, with the, especially with the constant shifts in art styles and close-ups and weird-ass horny angles. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, it keeps you focused uh, and it doesn't feel like it's dragging on, which is yeah, interesting. Like it, it throws you along and it's like, here we go, now we're here. And it feels fast-paced even though it's not actually super fast-paced. Um, it, it's actually, like, very moderately paced. Like, in this episode, Yumiko shows up, plays rock, paper, scissors, and that's the episode, right? Yes. Um, but it feels way faster than it actually is. Uh, which, sure, why not? Uh, episode two, we open up with, uh, Mary, her desk, uh, has been vandalized. She's now a house pet, uh, and everyone hates her. Um, discrimination, just rampant. Uh, we, we get ah, a discussion. Capitalism. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I forgot to mention in the quote in episode one, where Yumiko, like, she, she goes all in on a big bet. And they're like, oh my God, are you sure? And she ha she activates her wee buys. They like glow red. And she's like, in a capitalistic society, money and life are the same. Uh, and, and you get so many moments that are like that of just, they, they're, they're going wild. They, this is the most important things to ever happen, ever. Uh, and so Mary, her thing gets vandalized. We get introduced to uh, the ruthless student body president. Um, and then we're also told about um, about the council, the student body council, which, uh, Sean, you've played Pokemon. You know the Elite Four. You know how oh, yeah. with yeah, the yeah, Elite yeah. Four, they're, they're like the best of the best, and they all have their thing, right? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Some are ice type, some are fire type. Yeah, and each one has like a, a special design to go along with their theme and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the student body councils, basically just the Elite Seven, like they all have hyper-specific <laughs> designs to them uh, and yes. the, their specific games they really love to play. Uh, like it's very much here are the the handful of final bosses, right? Uh, they do not shy away from this in any way. Mm -hmm. So we get introduced to them. Uh, one of them decides who's sort of like this uh, this, this bubbly, uh, dare, dare turned yandere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cause uh, it turns out around this anime is oops all yandere. <laughs> yeah. Like some of them will be yandere mixed with another dare, but for the most part, it's just all yandere. Like, I guess it's not even that this is dare, dare. It's like Genki girl yandere is closer. Yep. Um, so, uh, she's like, Hey, let, let's play a game, new girl. And she's apparently like undefeated which should immediately like tip you off that something is up, right? Uh, and initially I was like, am I gonna have to make a critique here? Cause it's a bit silly to be undefeated in a game of chance. But as it's explained, no, there's an obvious reason why she's undefeated, uh, which totally works. So they play Yumiko and uh, and Dere Dere uh, Yandere. They, they play uh, a game of double concentration, just two decks flip over, try to match, 
right? Uh, we're all familiar. We've we've played. Yeah, that would be uh, Itsuki if I remember correctly. Uh, yes, Itsuki. So um, they they play, and it's a very close match. But uh, Itsuki beats Yumiko. Uh, also, like technically, Ryota is presented as the protagonist, but he's not. No, he's, he's not. He's he, no. pretending to be the protagonist. Look, man, I didn't write his name down once in any other wrote notes I have. He's <laughs> literally he he is an exposition vessel. Yes, he is the thing that describes what's going on and to uh, be thrown into awkward, horny situations. Yeah, that, it's, that's a, it's really purpose. about Yumiko. So Yumiko loses the first one very closely, right? And uh, and wants to challenge again. And Itsuki is like, oh, okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, we, we can, we'll nullify your debt if you win. But if I win, I want you to tear your nails off and give them to me. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> which is, okay, alrighty. I mean, as you do. And, uh, Yumiko is like, sounds great, perfect. This is fine. Uh, Yumiko then begins to talk about how she's noticed, uh, essentially, Itsuki, she's, she's the daughter of a big toy manufacturer, uses her, her daddy's decks, right? And they are all, they're trick decks, right? Um, and they, they work in a very, uh, special way where they're like, the markings on the cards, uh, show up when they're heated up. Um, and now I'm going to get into a little bit of like a hyper, a hyper specific critique, Sean. Okay. Uh, so I know my way around trick decks, right? Yes. And mark cards. Uh, I, I've experienced Because you're as, a bit of a scoundrel yourself. I, I'm a bit of a scoundrel. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to mark decks and when it comes to just like cheating in general, um, because you do it all the time, you cheating bastard. It, I only cheat for performances, as far as people know. And... Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I play board games with you all the time, man. I've got my eye on you. I'm never playing Munchkin again with you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, the card says it that time, Sean. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so, uh, I mean, Munchkin makes sense. I, I know what you're trying to cheat. And it's sort of implied man. that, like, oh, Come God, on, if they knew that this manufacturer made trick decks, then they would lose their reputation completely. Uh, which, no, no, because they're probably making normal decks as well. Uh, let me tell you, the, they're, you're not just making trick decks and pretending they're normal. There is a price differential. Uh, <laughs> it, it costs, quite a bit more on the low end it'll usually cost uh two two and a half times as much for a marked deck uh for one that's this complicated uh you're probably gonna spend whereas normally you'd spend Especially four bucks for a uh, deck of thermal cards. sensitive decks right yeah like you're spending i would say minimum 20 25 dollars for those uh, so if, if this toy manufacturer is only making those, then the people know the people are well aware. Um, but I'm, I'm willing to sort of like suspend my disbelief. I, I get where, what they're trying to do. Um, even though in actuality it wouldn't work. And, and there's a few other times, basically like most of the cheating methods that happen, uh, or at least half of the cheating methods I'll say. Um, and I'm especially thinking of the one we'll be introduced to in the third episode. They are interesting. They're interesting. And you can suspend your disbelief sufficiently to, to accept it. Uh, but it still isn't... Uh, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't find me relying on these in my performances. Let me put it that. Um, so continuing on, Yumiko wins this time and dominates, uh, because she figured out the, the markings and Itsuki has, uh, Itsuki, like so many other characters, when things get intense, the ugly faces come out. Just the horrendous, 
Uh, they, all these characters, they have a hell of a poker face, but instead of like silently stoic and still, it's just distorted and grotesque in a very interesting way. And oddly horny. Yeah, oh, always, always horny. Grotesque and horny. Uh, <laughs> that That's our stage name, Sean. Yes, we are <laughs> grotesque and horny. <laughs> our burlesque show brings in very specific crowds. But we do make bank. <laughs> Only problem is it's all in quarters, so it hurts. This is grotesque. That's horny. Nice to meet you. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, then Itsuki just has a, a bit of a, a breakdown, an emotional breakdown. She's crying, uh, having a hard time. The council comes uh, to her. Um, then we end the episode by visiting one of the clubs, right? Uh, it's like culture club or something. It's just another gambling club. Everything is gambling. Uh, Oops, they just, all gambling. Yes. So uh, they show up and they see a council member who I'm going to say is like classical Japanese council member, um, just obliterating Mary, who's already in debt. Now Mary is in a lot more debt. Uh, and that's how we end the episode. Uh, episode three, we start right where we left off. Mary uh, loses horrendously. Um, we get introduced to classical Japanese council member. Uh, Sean, do you know their name? Uh, uh, give me a hair color. Uh, it's black. They, 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 have, they, they do the Brock thing where they, they never open their eyes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, um, oh, God. Ugh, Japanese is hard. Japanese is hard. Hold on. Oh, uh, that'd be uh, Yuriko, I think, if I remember correctly. Yuriko, yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, so Yuriko, one of the two. They, Yuriko has a customized game where there's a bunch of swords and sort of like a dartboard, and you have a dealer put the very small swords in a cup, throw them on the dartboard, and then see if they're face up, face down, life and death, you get plus points or minus points, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's as much as I will explain it because it's weird and a little complicated. Uh, but uh, that's the game Mary just lost at. And they're like, oh, Yumiko, the new girl. People have been talking about you. Want to play? And Yumiko is like, oh, God, I want nothing more in this fucking world. Uh, so, so Yumiko plays. Um, and as they're about to play, uh, and as they get started, uh, Yumiko is like, you know, Yuriko, you're, you're just a real piece of shit, ain't ya? You, you're, <laughs> you're not, you're a terrible person and a terrible gambler, I must say. And, uh, Yuriko's lackeys are like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. But Yuriko's like, nah, nah, good. It's just banter. It's just, you know, casual banter. Like, like we do, Reb. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you it's piece of shit. the grotesque and horny way. <laughs> That's the show, grotesque and horny. It's just us screaming at each other and and just oh, God. just demeaning if, one another. If we didn't title our episodes after the anime we were watching, that would be the episode title. It, it would be Grot featuring featuring uh, the events of grotesque and horny. Yes. Uh, so uh, af after one round, Yumiko has figured out the cheat, um, and this cheat is an interesting one and the worst one because uh, basically the lackeys. And who deal, they have magnets pierced into their hands and they use that to adjust the swords just right to get where they need to be, right? Um, and they acknowledge there's, it still doesn't work 100%, even with the cheating, which I can appreciate, because in actuality, this would be the worst method to cheat I've ever heard of. Yep. Uh, it would not, like, once again, as a magician, I, I've fucked with some magnets. All right, I, I've, I've fucked with some hidden magnets. This is not the way to do it. Oh, dear God. For There's so many reasons why this would be a terrible, terrible idea. The precision needed to even slightly change things. Like, it, it would be rough. It would be rough. 
but it's an interesting idea. So at least there's that. Um, Yumiko goes all in because she thinks she knows the cheating, though it once again was acknowledged that like it doesn't work all the time. And unfortunately doesn't work this time either. So Yumiko loses quite a considerable amount. Um, but it's sort of implied that they're thinking maybe it's because the council uh, cheated in a different way. And they sort of discuss how the council could help cheat at the last minute, right? Um, so that that's nice and interesting. And then now Yumiko, she's in debt horribly. So she has to be a house pet. She's now mittens. People try to make fun of her and then she rolls on the floor and it's like, ooh, look at me. I'm a little cat girl. And I I, I just realized the sound bite that that's going to provide. Yeah, no, nope. uh, don't have fun with that one later. <laughs> Fuck. I need to think before I speak. Uh, which uh, is it it not never one of my worked talents. out for us in the past, Rem. It's true. Even when we think we, uh, we you know, things come out of our mouths that you just don't want. Uh, so then at and the see, end that of- was one right there. God damn <laughs> Then at the end of episode three, it, things get a little bit weird. Uh, the council has drafted up life plans for all of the house pets that amount to human trafficking. Well, I wouldn't call it human trafficking, Ram. I would just call it... Here's what you're doing for the rest of your life. You are going to be sold off to this individual. You will be married to them, blah, blah, blah. Well, you see, human trafficking and a collective decision are two very <laughs> It's not human trafficking. We have a council. Uh, So that's a bit of a weird. And they go up to Mary and they're like, you're going to have to marry and uh, give birth with a man uh, because Mary is uh, a lesbian. Um, And they're like, ha ha. Hope you like dick, bitch. And it's just a weird moment. It's a weird bit. Uh, Like, once again, interesting idea. Very weird execution here. Uh, Episode four. Mary goes to talk to a council member about all this. She's talking to Edgelord E-Girl Umaru-chan. Yeah, that's a bad description. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, I don't know how else you would describe her, honestly. Yeah, like, if Umaru-chan was an E-Girl and a compulsive gambler, it would be this one. Yeah, Um, uh, that would be be Runa. uh, And so they they start talking uh, just about the human trafficking. Um, Meanwhile, now that Yumiko is a house pet, she is also a slave. So some guys go to her and they're like, hey, come over here into this dark, dingy alleyway by the school. Now we want you to strip for us. And when she doesn't, then they're like, all right, it's time to rape you. And th- this was an unnecessary scene. Um, un- un- I, this, I would describe this as gratuitously edgy. I think the show <laughs> thus far, thus far, it's at least like the edge is added to the style, the theme, the feel. This a bit unnecessary. You're you're trying a bit too hard for for no benefit right here. Uh, she's saved by uh, Chunibio Yandere with a gun. Um, just because it's an eye patch doesn't mean it's Chunibio. No, but this bitch is pretty fucking Chunibio. I mean, she has a gun. I feel like that's a, <laughs> a step beyond pretending right. you have magical powers and uh, wanting to be mystical and fantastical. She that's a gun, like. <laughs> It's a gun that this person has brought into school. Hey man, that that's that's my wand right there. That's how I cast my magic spells, all right? A Vaticadabra bitch bang bang is composed of lead. <laughs> oh. Um so they they show up and they're like they're like shoot I'll shoot you or maybe you shoot me and then we fuck each other, please. Um it, very erratic. <laughs> very <laughs> very 
very uncertain of, of motivations. She's she's the crazy one. Um, uh, oh, the overtly crazy one. Yes, the overtly the, the crazy violently one. crazy one. That's yep. a, that's a Midari, by the way. Okay, so she saves Yumiko, which I feel like could have happened during the strip show and didn't need to happen at the threats of rape. Uh, but whatever. Uh, so the guys they they run away, right? Um, to to which. Chunibio girl ends up going into the bathroom, uh, playing Russian roulette with herself and and masturbating. And <laughs> so that's a scene that happens. In case you didn't think the show was horny enough, Rem. It's a pretty horny show. And it, well, it's unfortunate because we've had three different girls who are all like horny in the same way. It's all just like, oh God, gambling gets me off. And they're it's all the same type of, come on, change it up a little bit. God. Give give I've, some I've variety got some bad, I've got at some least. Bad news, Rem. No, it's all just like news, it's just all. Oh God, my compulsive gambling it, addiction. I mean, it, turns they me all get so horny for different much. types of gambling, different flavors. You know, I mean, one likes to pretend uh, to shoot so, uh, so or we, to potentially kill themselves. Yeah. Millennial style. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, so now we finally get introduced to this episode's actual gambling. Uh, there's the debt swap game. You take everyone who's in debt and you put them in groups of four and. If you're in first place, you get... Every, everyone essentially puts their debt up for ante. If you get first place, you get the smallest amount of debt. And if you had the smallest amount of debt, you now have no debt. If you're in fourth place, you get the largest amount of debt. So fuck you. Uh, so it, it's overall like a net positive-ish uh, uh, for people. Some people can get out of debt. Um, other people are going to get fucked. Whatever. Um, and so the game they're going to be playing is Indian Poker, which is you have one card that you know and one card that you don't know, but everyone else does. You place it on your forehead. Uh, and it's super straightforward. You want to match a suit or a number or a high card. And that's it. Yep. Um, and in the room, in the only room that we care about, there is Yumiko, of course. There's Mary, uh, who's quite a bit in debt and is not having a good time anymore. There is the dude who attempted to rape Yumiko and, uh, and another character. Um, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't it really matter. A, They're there. Yeah. Um, the council is straight up like, in the dead swap game, if you get cheated, it's your fault. So don't get cheated. Um, which just solidifies, this is really just a school of cheating. It just, it's yes. not how to gamble. It's how can I cheat best? Uh, which, which admittedly makes the show more interesting. Uh, so they start playing and we, we end the episode with, uh, with the dude in the room recognizing that Yumiko and Mary are cheating together. They're working together, helping each other out. Right. Um, he still, he still loses, but he's on to them. Uh, which is nice that you have like another character realize that something's up, uh, so that it's not like everyone is uh, super dumb. People in this show, generally smart, or at least smarter, which is nice. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's how we end. We don't know how the debt swap game has finished yet. Uh, though there's a few guesses that one can have. Uh -huh. I mean, you know, I mean, mm, two of these people seem like main characters. <laughs> In, it's interesting that, uh, Mary, who initially just seemed like a small villain turned into, uh, like bully turned into bully, basically, right? Uh, they've, right. they've turned her quickly into a more sympathetic character, uh, which, which is fascinating. Uh, but overall, the show, it, it's super intense, it's super over the top, super ridiculous, and of course, super horny. Uh, but what are, is my final verdict of 
the show. Um, and you know, while while it does get excessively horny at times, I found myself solidly interested and entertained the whole time. There often I get there are moments where I get a bit bored and tune out a little bit. There was not any of that when watching this show, which is pretty impressive. Uh, what can I say? I like a well done potato chip show, Sean. <laughs> And this one is definitely uh, the potatoist of the chippest. Yes. Uh, because, oh my god. Hey, and unlike Tokyo <laughs> Ghoul, uh, th this one this one is consistent and coherent and it doesn't have the wonkiest pacing and cutout parts imaginable. So, yeah, yeah, that yeah, helps. yeah. We don't want to go back to that uh, hellhole, which we will at some point, because that, <laughs> that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but so the main reason I only showed you four episodes of this show uh, is because at some point for most folks... This show gets uncomfortably horny, and that's what causes it to have a lot of backlash. There's a lot of backlash against this show. There, there are some vocal Hold people up. about this show. I'm, Remington. Okay, I'll be honest. I don't understand. All right, here's why I don't understand. Because there's so many horny shows. Mother oh, it's not just because of the horny, Rem. It's not just because of the horny. Okay, okay. Uh, the horny is a big factor. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people who are like, isn't this just a little too gross and horny? I. I uh, didn't I, know that that was an opinion that weebs were allowed to have. You'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. <laughs> some of us have some kind of... Some of us are say-so. That's what I'm trying to say. Some of us have some decency. Uh, some. It just depends. Uh, but a lot of people's problem actually is uh, whether or not this is a good gambling show and whether or not they feel like the stakes are very well maintained and valid. Uh, so where do you think you stand on it after seeing just these first four episodes? So when trying to pull off a gambling show, there's, I think, three things that you can have, right? One is, I'm going to call it the heart of the cards. It's just, we don't really care about, like, the actual gambling. It is a front for dramatic moment, right? Heart of the card. It's just, you're going to have convenient luck. Don't worry about it. Uh, or supernatural involvement. Uh, or superpowers, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's one category, right? Uh, and often things are a mix of categories. So obviously with Kakaguri, you definitely have a little bit of heart of the cards, though they try to mitigate that a little bit. Um, two, you can have the psychology of it, right? The the reading people around the room, um, seeing what's going on with them. Uh, Kakaguri has quite a bit of this, though it pretends to have more than it actually does. Um, and finally, you can have sort of the game theory of it, right? You think of the numbers, the, the stats, what works best here, uh, what would work best for my opponent, and then what in turn works best for me, ideal moves, etc. Uh, once again, we get a, a bit of that, uh, though not a lot. Um, so those are like the three elements you can have in a gambling show, right, Sean? Right. Um, Kakaguri, I think, most f mostly focuses on the psychology of it, especially with like all the cheating and stuff. It's mostly psychology. Um, second place, I it's pretty close, but I put uh, I would put game theory. Third place, I'm putting heart of the cards. Though game theory and heart of the cards, the actual strategy mixed with convenient luck, pretty close. Um, so far though, I think that's a decent recipe for an interesting gambling show, especially with the emphasis on so often has been on cheating instead. So it's less, all right, how can we gamble and more? How can we break this system? Um, and admittedly, I think that my biggest flaw with the cheating, it, there, it's been super interesting thus far. The cheating has been, the explanations are super fascinating, but the way the explanations have worked it's very post-talk. The audience isn't able to solve the mystery, right? Um, one of my problems with, uh, I'll mention this till the day I die, good old Sherlock Holmes, especially <laughs> any modern adaptation of Sherlock Holmes, especially the adaptation of Sherlock Holmes, 
Uh, I'd like hi- to buy a hamburger. Um, it they they solve quote unquote mysteries in ways that the it's unfair to the audience because the audience doesn't get a chance to participate and they're like oh well I didn't have that info so I feel like I'm a little bit robbed. Um, they don't do it too bad, but they definitely lean towards that, which is unfortunate. That being said, even with all the critiques, I don't think it's a perfect gambling show, but I think it's so far a good enough one. All right, that's pretty solid. So if you had to guess, what do you think the general rating for this show is? Well, see, now you've said there's back. I would have guessed that this would have been close to around eight. Uh, it has such a strong style. I think it was quite interesting. Um, so that's where I would have put with backlash. I'm gonna say seven point seven. Well, Remington, with uh around four hundred and forty nine thousand ratings. Uh, Kakegurui has a rank, uh, rating of 7.44. Oh, what? Okay. The backlash was bigger than I anticipated. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, because, Remington, this is definitely one of those shows that has a very distinct style and, uh, knows what it wants to be for the most part. But the real question is, Rem, how much of that can you handle? Uh, I mean, thus far, it, I can handle a surprising amount, apparently. Yes, Uh, And I enjoyed it for the most part as well. Uh, But when you compare it to other anime in the same genre, I mean, I'm a little spoiled. There's a a gambling anime out there that I love to death and will praise till the day I die uh, that not as many people have seen. So when people think gambling anime, they think of this one. Uh, And I strongly prefer the other one. So this one is a bit... It's not as good and a little too horny. (laughs) Uh, But after... After a while, man, it kind of drags on you. Like you, like some of the creativity feels samey after uh, a minute. I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, like there are definitely great moments, and the OP slaps. Like my God, does the OP slap for this show? I mean, I it's it's the first time we've had just like old school modernized swing, like old school swing, but then modernized a bit, uh, which is super interesting. Yeah, and it is, uh, it's just a very polarizing show because obviously a lot of the over-sexualized stuff, like the random rape bits are, yeah, they're, they're, they can really take somebody out of the show. And especially when it comes to uh, using sexual assault in any kind of medium, uh, this show does not handle it very well at all. Yeah, it, this this show, it's, it's not a tactful show. No, 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 no. But if you're wanting to watch it for the over-the-top gambling and dramatic potato chip scenes and uh, just a little extra bit of ugly horniness, then uh, by all means. Uh, but this show does have two seasons, and I doubt it'll get a third. If it does, that'll be interesting. Uh, but <laughs> if it doesn't, well, that won't be too surprising either. I think at uh, least for the first 12 episodes, it could be a decent binge watch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's on Netflix, so that's how you know it's a... Uh, Netflix only likes bingeable things. <laughs> yes. So. If it passes the binge test, that'll uh, that'll be that'll help you solidify where your opinions on uh, Kakaguri is. Uh, but overall, I suppose the only thing left to ask you, Rem, is any chance you want to sit down and watch some more uh, Kakaguri with me? Uh, I you know I wasn't sure, but I even with all backlash, I'm still interested. I still want to see where it goes next. Well then, Rem, we will just have to see, and maybe maybe I'll break out that other gambling anime that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, though. 
you'll have to be mentally prepared for another weird shift in art styles when we do that one. <laughs> oh god, all right, okay. Uh, you'll see my point eventually. <clears throat> and at any rate, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the mad, uh, semi-horny ramblings of a madman, then please uh, leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitchers, uh, Spotify, or if you'd like to help us grow, word of mouth is a great way to do it. And if you'd like to help support us directly, including gain access to all kinds of lovely little bonus content, including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud on the show, then please head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where uh, you can gain access to all that. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? Uh, well, first of all, I, I would like to to rectify uh, some some sins of last week, Sean. Ah, uh, uh, yes, when you fucked up the Patreon list. I didn't! Patreon fucked up the Patreon, okay? Mm. Patreon fucked up the Patreon. I don't I, know, that sounds, that sounds a little bit like an excuse, Remington. I am an innocent boy. I didn't do anything wrong, but Patreon did, all right? Uh, They're gonna so, kick us off their service eventually if we keep this up. <laughs> I love Patreon, but it's its fault. Um, <laughs> so, uh, to, to rectify my mistake, um, there's still, I know two of the names I missed last week. Um, ironically, I don't know what your Patreon names are, or at least what your Patreon names are right now. Um, so I'm gonna thank you via your Discord name. Um, uh, Happy, one, two, three, boy, and McBee Movie Script. You guys, uh, I, I appreciate and love you so much. It's not me. It's Patreon. Uh, all right, so now that we've... <laughs> Remington did nothing wrong. I did Hashtag nothing Remington wrong. Remington did nothing wrong. Uh, but but to, to both of you, I, I love you so much. Uh, your, your name will get read twice this week. Uh, your Discord and then your Patreon. But we love you. We're sorry. Blame Patreon. Blame Sean. But no, it's not my fault. All right, so then <laughs> let's go to Oriandere waifus, uh, who... Are, are getting so turned on at the idea of playing Russian roulette with us. And on that list, we have Matthew B, Reverse Kizmo Kizmo, Redneck Weeb, Kitty, Yuno Gasai, Yuliana, The Booty Knight, Snap Snips, Shawnee Rawlings, Sean Onichan Bakauwu, Sarah Birch, Salty Pretzel, Sage Schiffner, Ross Palmer, Remington is not a man of culture, Fox and Boy, Remington Merrill, Ready to be Isekide, Remhub, Lonely Geek 23, Kyle Welsh, Kazu Morocco, Jax, Jacob Livingston, Ichigo Simp 015. I used Rem's hot takes to warm my house, but all it did was burn it down. I bought a high-end audio system for Dylan's buttery intros. Hell yeah. H. Wood, Glenn Michael Dolan. Farmer, I'm too sexy for my shirts, too sexy for my shirts, so sexy it hurts weeb. Edgelord Anafresia, Echidna is best girl. Dylan changed the OP and now my previous name won't make sense. Uh, just, it, there's always uh, new new options. Devin McCutcheon, Darth Pikachu, Darkstorm713, Cheese Monkey, Kali, why won't you love a say-so phoenix like myself? Kali, aren't I say-so? Kali, oh ho ho. I don't understand that. that. Maybe that, Sean does. I, I kind of I kind of do. Kind of do. <laughs> uh, uh, Ariel Bird, Apostle <laughs> of the Church of Remington, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Rowicki, Elise Howard, Alexander Nasian Senyo, thank absolutely every single one of you. You are all absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but we move on. We reach the Boy Wizard tier. And on the Boy Wizard tier, you know, we're playing a lot of games. Let's find some Harry Potter games. All right. So God, this hole keeps getting deeper, Rem. You're gonna I, have to. I, you're gonna have to switch it up sometime. I I I I am. I found a way every time thus far. Ish. Uh. So ish. The Brown ish. Mamba. You get. 
Uh, Wizarding World Harry Potter clue. Ooh, uh, so solving those mysteries. Uh, but Harry Potter. Then, Spicy Log Horizon is one of the best written isekai used the BS rule hot take. You get Harry Potter chess. Uh, you, you seem like a very erudite fella. We have Rare Please Do More Cute Girls Doing Cute Things shows Kumiko. You are going to get, um, you're getting, uh, the Funkoverse strategy game, Harry Potter figures. So you get Harry Potter Funko Pops, basically. Um, Pilkster, the Symphogear Advocate. My favorite advocate. game, Vinyl Figures. No, there's a board game attached to it. There's Funkoverse strategy, blah, blah, blah. I, I've never played it. I don't know anything about it. Uh, but Pilkster, the Symphogear Advocate, you are getting uh okay you're you're not getting just this but if you're getting harry potter house cup competition it's apparently a worker placement board game it's highly rated amazingly uh miguel delion you got a great one for you you get harry potter scrabble miguel uh then mt the poet you are going to get harry potter monopoly classic uh not good but classic i call bone drew daddy you get Harry Potter Munchkin, uh, Frack Me Mr. Peanut Butter, you, uh, you're going undercover, you're getting Harry Potter code names. Wait, that exists? It, you're damn right it does, Sean. I know a certain somebody who would fuck that up. <laughs> uh, Delina Perez, uh, you are going to get Harry Potter Uno, the Lord's game right there, best game of all time. Uh, dedicated sadist, last but not least, you are receiving, you're receiving actual Quidditch. <laughs> just, just Quidditch. Actual Quidditch. Now, um, are we talking in-universe Quidditch or are yes. we talking the silly thing where people run around with no, plastic? No, actual in-universe in Quidditch. Better learn how to fly, sadist. Good luck. Uh, we move on finally to our final and highest of all tiers. We reach the Shevinomusko Cory in the house tier. And and now, everyone, uh, let, let, let's gamble, you know? Let's... Oh, you know what? Actually, here, here's what we're going to do. I was going to give everyone a gambling game, but I think this is better. All right, uh, Sean? Yes. Uh, you are going to be their proxy. Okay, Sean? Oh, okay. You're, you're making their luck rely on me. You're damn right. I'm so, sorry in advance. I have DM's luck. Ev everyone's going to be playing, uh, Blackjack, and, and we're going to see, we're going to see if Sean can bring you a victory. All right. So, for, starting with, uh, Silicon Spectre, uh, you get a queen and a seven. Meanwhile, the dealer is showing a queen. All right, Sean, for Silicon Spectre, uh... What, what are you going to do? Uh, it's a seven. You got to hit on a seven. Well, you have a queen and a seven and they have a queen. Oh, I have a queen and a seven. I didn't hear yes. the queen part. Uh, if, no, a, yeah. if it's queen you, and yes, a seven, two. Uh, ugh, you got to stay on that. You got to stay on that. All right. Uh, unfortunately, they had a king and a queen. Sorry, Silicon Spectre. You have lost. Yeah, he, he had no chance. Uh, no, all right. Let, let, let's try uh, another one. All right. Uh, this one is for Zachary Shirley wants you to remember the Indian in the cupboard. And he also surely wants you to win this for him, Sean. Uh, he's showing. Okay. You have two threes. The dealer also has a three. If you wanted, you could split with your two three. Uh, splitting on a three isn't really. It's not ideal. It's no, it's pretty far from ideal actually. Uh... So yeah, you have six right now. Dealer is showing three. Let, let, let's just hit. Let's see what happens. All right, uh, you have an ace, so you have seven or 17. Let's hit one more time. Uh, it is another ace, so you have eight or 18. Yeah, nope, can't get any, can't push the luck any farther than that. I'll stay on that 18. All right, dealer, they have a three and a 10. Oh, and then they draw Jack, so c congratulations, they have busted. Hey. So, Zachary Shirley, congratulations, you you've won. Uh, Amoto Ahigao Uwu Waluigi for life. Oh, whoa. 
All right, Sean, for Waluigi, uh, Waluigi is given a five and an ace, so you're at six or 16, and the dealer is showing a jack. You're going to have to hit me with those one more time. Uh, you are starting with a five and an ace, so you're at six or 16, and the dealer has a jack. Okay. All right, hit. All right, you drew a two, so you're up to eight or 18. Stay. All right. So they have a jack. They flipped over. Ah, they flipped over a queen, unfortunately, so they're up to 20. God damn it. Uh, so Waluigi- The deck is uh, rigged. It's stacked. <laughs> Waluigi, get fucked. Then next up we have, I can't believe that the only time I have been legitimately mad at you has been when you have disrespected coffee. Uh, the taste of coffee is terrible. Uh, so Hey, hey, I'm on your side, man. I love coffee. I can't function <laughs> without it. All right, so, so for the coffee lover- hatred towards Rem, please. <laughs> coffee lover, uh, they have a jack and a king, so you're up to 20. The dealer has an eight. You can yeah, try no, to stay. hit and hope for an ace. Go ballsy with it. Fuck no, stay. Uh, all right. Uh, the dealer, would hit on that. along with their eight, they have a seven, and then they draw six. Ooh, tough luck. They have 21. Uh, coffee lover, you have lost. Fucking hell. Lots of losses. Lots of losses. Sean, you are not doing good on our listeners. Uh, last but not least, <laughs> just, we have the almighty center. People, <laughs> I just want to provide people the opportunity to, uh, to produce Kakagori-themed anime out of context fan art. That's all I want. Uh... Actually, no, I don't want that. Why would I want that? No, don't do thank it. Thank God we don't get many fan artists. Anyway, uh, continue. All right, so Sean, so, uh, so Almighty Sinner, they have a 10 and a king, so they're up to 20. Stay. The dealer has an eight. Stay. I know, you stayed last time and it didn't work is all I'm saying. There's no way the dealer can uh, get higher than that because if the best they can do is ro pull a 10 or an ace, and then they have to stay because the dealer generally stays at 17 or 18. Well, or they could the draw dealer. like a seven and then a six, which is the inverse of what happened last time. Let's see. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, congratulations. Uh, that That's a win. They they just had uh, 10, so uh, 18. So you've won Almighty Center. Congratulations. We're at least leaving on a high point. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you would uh, like I, to contact I... us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, recommendation, or to chastise Sean for gambling away your money, then you can tweet us at AnimeConPod yeah. on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. I was joking about those drawings. Don't do them. Uh... <laughs> But at any rate, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. All right, I'm ready whenever you are. I am going to shift my my uh, my scent, bitch. Ah, the bastards put tomato on it. Son of a bitch. It's just objectively the worst thing to have on a sandwich. <laughs> well, I mean, I can think of quite a few things. Things that are normally found on sandwiches, I <laughs> It's my uh, my fail card for certain. Yeah, I'm not I'm a fan of right just sliced tomato. Uh, Diced tomato I can fuck with. Um, sliced tomato. slices nah. of tomato are the worst. Yeah, like I I need something done with more done with that tomato. Yeah, like if you want to take the tomato, dice it up, process it in any way, do something other than just slap a raw tomato on it. I I can I can fuck with. It. But it's just when you just do the laziest option and slice off a chunk of tomato and throw it on a thing, then that's that's when I'd have beef. Or just tomato. So, are you recording then? I am. Alrighty. Then let's get started in three, two, one, mark. <laughs>